Welcome to the Unlearn Yourself Podcast. This is the place to discover and remember yourself as you unlearn who you have been taught to be. We will explore who your true self is by diving into your inner world and creating the most empowering, aligned, and free relationship with you and your life. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Welcome to season two of the podcast. Big hurrah. I am Kajal Pandey and this is the Unlearn Yourself podcast. And I am really excited to kick off a new season with some amazing guests and solo episodes. And today is going to be a solo cast where I will share an update and just flow with you here. What a year 2020 has been. And I actually completed my Saturn return in December 2020. So, and then when the Saturn Jupiter conjunct happened into Aquarius, whoa did I really feel that it was like the lights went on for me and I feel such a lighter more freer grounded energy coming into 2021 for myself personally not sure about globally and in the country right now but that's that Um, but personally, this feels like a really lighter, brighter, new, really like a fresh new start for me. I definitely had a very challenging and a very also liberating and awakening Saturn return. It entered into Capricorn, which is what my Saturn is in, in December 2017. So December 2017 to December 2020 what a ride has it been for me? And it was really interesting to go through the Saturn return in 2020. So that was also really interesting. A lot, a lot has happened for me. And I, I believe I will write a blog post about what happened during my Saturn return, what I learned, and just how to really... Uh, use this potent time of a transitioning into adulthood in Saturn return is really about a transition into adulthood it's a gateway or a passageway into officially becoming an adult and growing in that maturity and for me that's definitely what's happened there's a deeper sense of security in who I am and a deeper sense of just groundedness in myself just a deeper knowing of myself, I guess. That's always been there, but I just feel so much more comfortable in who I am. So that's happened. That's exciting. Uh, what else? My word for the year was being. I chose the word being for 2020. And it was a really, really powerful word because my inner world and my outer world really reflected this slowing down, self-reflection, introspection, taking time to really look at the places in my life, how I was showing up, who I was being, 
and really coming into this embodiment of being versus constantly in this pursuit or this place of doing. And that was really what was at the forefront for me. I was just being and moving through life from my being and doing from my being and getting into action from being. And the emphasis was really on who am I being? So that was really powerful. Henceforth, I took a long, long break from social media. Um, You know that if if you're following me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, even my website, the podcast, you know that after about August, July, August, I kind of fell off the face of the earth. I went MIA. That was both intentional and not intentional. I just knew that I needed to go inward because I'm so, I'm a highly sensitive person. There was so much happening in the world and it was really, really you know, really psychologically affecting me and I knew I needed to step back and focus on myself and my own healing. So that's what I did. I tuned out and I tuned in. So that was really powerful for me taking a break from social media and my relationship with social media really has changed because of this intentional walk away or step away that I did and how I interact with social media and how I use it and how I perceive it and all of that has greatly changed and I feel a lot of peace uh, with my relationship with social media. I don't like using it. I don't want to be using it Um, and I only will use it when I feel like I have something to share or something to say. I'm not on it. It's not even on my phone. It's really liberating to like go through my day and like not pull my phone out and be like, I should post on Instagram stories or whatever. I'm like literally in real time meeting my life and meeting myself. And that's been so, so healing and so powerful because it was really a state of being that I was embodying and uh, living from. And because of that, I don't have this desire or this need to show up on social media and be like, this is what I'm doing. And this is what I have to offer you. And this is what you can do to, you know, XYZ thing. It was just, there's too much going on, going on already. Like that on Instagram, it's like an echo chamber of people just regurgitating information and trying to get your attention, your likes, you know, whatever not participating do not consent so my relationship with social media really has changed um I like it this way I created a post I want to say in August like creating a terms and a condition of terms with my relationship with Instagram and how I was going to use it uh so that was really good for me to create some 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 semblance of boundaries and structure in how I use it and so the podcast is one of those things which really is It's different from social media because this is conscious media to me. This is me showing up and talking about things that I'm excited about and sharing my own process, my own integration, my own journey with you, but also getting to talk to other people who I'm inspired by or who I want to learn from or who I just want to pick their brain. So that's what a lot of the interview interview episodes are like is this opportunity for me to connect with people and to learn through their lens and their perspective and their understanding of the world and what they do and also sharing with you like in a solo cast like this one what's moving for me what I'm learning how I'm growing all that fun stuff and I love communicating I love this this idea of speech and 
putting words to things that I'm in contemplation and in, in, and in thoughts with in this form. It's really fun for me. Um, so I just got back from a walk. It is a beautiful January cold winter day here in the mountains. It had just snowed two days ago, but the sun is out, so it's super warm. And so I was on a walk and I was just totally just there, you know, on this walk, noticing everybody else walking, this warmth of the sun on my skin, the geese that are sitting in the lake, the frozen lake. I don't know why they haven't migrated south. And it was just really, really nice. It's kind of like an emptying out practice for me. Uh, this is a human design thing I'm going to share with you right now is if you have a lot where the areas where you have open centers in your chart or the areas where you take in energy and you're more prone to conditioning there and where we live in such a society where there's so much information and there's so much input coming into our system at all times that if we don't empty out or uh, release or offload some of this energy it, it really can start to affect us or it can interfere with our own frequency and how our own energy feels to us and so walking is one way to empty out you literally are moving all this energy out of your system because you're totally present with yourself there's no phone there's no podcast there's no music you're listening to you're in the moment with yourself and one of the things I really really enjoy doing is taking some time going to a beautiful spot in nature preferably by some running water because water is very cleansing it's 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 this symbol of flow and impermanence that everything is always in motion uh so just sitting by a creek or just under a tree if you don't can't find a water waterfall or a stream or an ocean or something sitting under a tree and just sitting for 20 30 minutes and not doing anything and just being completely present you can look at your surroundings you can gaze at the water you can look at the tree the sky the clouds whatever but you're just still with yourself truly present without any stimulus or external distractions or input and this is such a great way to tune in to your frequency and to come into your own um, energy and ground yourself in your en own energy so this is a really powerful practice and this practice also helps you understand what your energy feels like when you understand what your energy feels like you will know when there's an external or a um, interference of some uh, some 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 energy that is not yours in your system you'll be a lot more able to discern what is yours and what is not yours because you're you're in you're in this process of offloading and coming and resting deeper into your own energy field and your own frequency. That's a really powerful practice. I love doing that and walking is a great way to do that along with just sitting somewhere in nature for 20-30 minutes. And like nature is so healing. This year I have, not this year, but 2020, I have learned the value of nature like never before. Like I've always had a deep affinity to the environment, to the earth, to the trees, to the ocean, to the animals. You know, I love the beauty of this world. It is such a beautiful world that we live in. But I didn't realize how much I find a sense of peace and a sense of myself more than anything. Just like I find myself in nature just being in nature I feel I feel the most relaxed the most happiest when I'm in nature versus when I'm you know 
in a city or let's just say in a town where there's concrete buildings and people everywhere like the solitude speaks to me so much I love solitude I love spending time with myself in nature and that has really become very very alive something that I am realizing I want it to be a part of my life forever like live in the country you know have land and grow my own vegetables and get my feet into the dirt and get my hands into the dirt and just live in this beautiful harmonious relationship as a steward of the earth that's been something that's been very activated in me as far as how I want to move forward in my life so that's really powerful to come to that realization especially when after having gone on my road trip this summer I went to uh, Yellowstone National Park and a bunch of national parks out west and then up into Washington and seeing the Pacific Northwest, I was like blown away. I was like, I am the happiest sleeping in a tent, you know, waking up and going on these hikes and cooking these meals on top of a stove, you know, and sleeping my sleeping bag and sleeping underneath the stars. Like I was, it was like this complete sense of connection and freedom. Like I've never felt before. There was no distraction. There was no screens. It was just pure being and purely living in the moment it was so so potent and so healing for me but it also planted this deep seed that this is the kind of life that I want I want this intentional slow life where I'm in really much living in union in harmony in sync with the earth and living less distracted and in pursuit and in chasing and in wanting all these things that I think might bring me happiness but they're not really the source of happiness or true satisfaction or joy in life. Your own personal connection to yourself, your own personal state of being and connecting to who you are. It's like that is really what's going to give you the joy, satisfaction. You're going to give it to yourself. Only you ever can. Because if it's coming from yourself, it's sourced from within yourself and it's coming from a place of true true giving and true receiving that was something that's powerful that I learned as well the other thing that came to my mind was on my walk and I'm not making like a political statement here this is just simple observation I was walking and I saw somebody wearing a Biden-Harris face mask and I was like cool nice and then I kind of was like in the same time I had this like idea this thought come to me like what if this person was wearing a Trump mask instead And I was like, if this person is wearing a Trump mask right now, the amount of judgment, the amount of hate, the amount of assumptions and conclusions that we made about this person would be out of this world. Like she would be ostracized and she would be just degraded and people would be mean and negative to this person. Whereas where someone is wearing this other mask of this other political party, you know, it's like, woohoo, no, nobody would judge it. Nobody would do anything about it and I was like this is really interesting that this is how polarized our world is and this is how triggered people are by this specific political party or this specific political affiliation or person and I was like wow what does that say about what does that what does that say about us as a society like we are so like we are so much living in judgment of what is right or what is wrong and it's it was just fascinating to me as like what's acceptable, what's not acceptable and and what are the definitions or what are the terms of 
what how you measure that isn't isn't that all just personal opinion at the end of the day you know there is good there is bad but is it really good or bad or is it just a way of seeing so it was just interesting to see that and this whole idea of like victim and being a victim came up for me and I have felt like a victim my whole life of by certain people being victimized by certain people and I had this breakthrough where I was like sitting here and I was like as long as I continue to be a victim and I don't take responsibility here I can't move from this I can't change this I'm going to be bound to this and I'm going to give my power away um, to this person who I'm being victimized by or a victim of or the situation circumstance person event whatever but this got me thinking about this whole victim mindset of like thinking that s- somebody else is responsible to heal or to fix or to make right for what was done wrong to you no that's called being a victim it is not somebody it is not it is not the person who has done you wrong their responsibility to then make it right because what if they don't what if they never learn what if they never grow what if they never introspect what if they never have that level of self-awareness you're going to spend the rest of your life life being a victim instead whose responsibility is it really to acknowledge yes this happened yes this hurt me yes this caused me some level of pain suffering something but am I going to stay here am I going to continue to blame I'm going to continue to make this person at fault or tell them they need to fix it they need to make it right in order for me to feel better or me to heal for me to move on through this or am I going to learn how to move through this and take self-responsibility and be empowered and create the change I want to see in the world like that's a big level of self-responsibility here be the change you wish to see in the world a victim is sitting around and waiting for somebody else to create the change so they can feel like okay they're finally what was done wrong has been made right it's not someone else's job to make what was done wrong to then make it right is totally your job to decide how you're going to be defined by this and how you're going to choose to move and grow and evolve and expand and be responsible for moving yourself out of this mindset out of this relationship with victim and perpetuator you get the word i hopefully you get the word that i'm trying to refer to here and i in my own life have like lived this way for so long and i was like Wow, when I'm walking around like a victim, I feel powerless. I feel absolutely shitty about myself. I'm in defense mode. Everybody and ever, anybody can piss me off really easily and I get super triggered and I'm like, well, this person should have done this and this person should have said this and it's their job to make sure they they say this properly. It's like, oh, please make sure the, the triggers don't go off. Please control your behavior, your actions, your thought processes, your opinions so I don't get triggered that's being victim versus being like this person has no control over me this person actually is teaching me places where I'm giving my power away where I'm being in submission or I'm being victimized or falling into this victim archetype or this victim role in this relationship or in this situation and the responsibility is really on myself and I thought about this when I think about like a civil rights movement or like the freedom movement in India with Gandhi I think about Gandhi and Dr. King and I think about it in terms of like well shitty things happened to them you know they were clearly from an undermined 
uh, class undermined race and colonialism, you know, white people <laughs> really did, you know, affect them. But had, had they just sat around and been like, well, I'm a victim of what happened to me and there's nothing that I can do about it and this person needs to make it right and I'm going to wait on this person to change so then I don't have to feel this way anymore. They're like, no, the power is in my hands. I can stand up and I can do something about it. As long as I'm a victim of something, I don't have power to change it. The minute I take responsibility, then I have the power to change it and I have a power to create a different outcome, to create a different reality, to, cre to create a different experience for myself and for the whole of society. And so I feel like in 2020, a lot of us may have fell into this victim mindset or this victim role of this is happening to me and there's nothing I can do to change this. It's their job to fix. It's their job to make it right. No, it's really not. As long as you're doing that, you're giving your power away. Take your power back. Give it to yourself. Take responsibility that it's your job to move yourself out of this and through this and become an empowered person. If you want to if you want to see the change be the change create the change and become the powerful person that you are but that's not going to happen until you take responsibility and just be like no more I'm not participating this with anymore this is no longer who I am this is no longer who I choose to be I am bigger than this I'm better than this and I can I can heal I can grow and I can evolve from this so that was something that's really you know was a collective thing but also a personal thing for me in 2020 the power of healing through self-responsibility and taking your taking yourself so seriously in the way that you are not walking around like a victim of things you are you are completely solely responsible for your for yourself you're in your sovereign infinite being who is loved 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 so yeah this is this is what's been on my mind and my heart and there'll be many more episodes to come. I have a few episodes coming on how to do ego work, how to practice discernment, um, mindfulness and self-healing. There's a lot of good stuff that's coming up in future episodes. But today, this is what I have for you. I'm sending you so much love in this new year. Uh, I really hope you will take some time and sit with yourself and ask yourself these really empowering questions. Who do I want to be? How do I want to live? And how do I want to feel? That's what I will leave you here with today. Sending you all my love. And I'll see you in the next episode. Not I'll see you, but you'll hear from me in the next episode. And stay open, beloved. Mm -hmm.